Hello, planet Earth. Hi. Hello from below planet Earth. I'm close there to the, Anta the Antarctica. I wish I was living on a different planet Earth. That would be awesome. I'm very close to the ancient aliens area. So nice. Kinda, Get in kinda, there. Kind of. I'd like to. I wish I had more time. I'm in Chile, which mm -hmm. is uh, one of actually my favorite countries. It's very, very cool down here. Nice. It's, uh, it, you know, less violent and great and British mm -hmm. colony. So. I'm amazed at how many people are just getting on to the ancient aliens, ancient aliens theory. I, it's wild. I was talking to another uh, uh, person online there who contacted me and asked if I ever, if I knew anything about that. And it's like, well, do I? And they were saying how they just got into it lately and they can't stop watching it. So I got into that long. I remember it was one summer and everybody thought I was going crazy. And now everybody's like, oh, yeah, no, that, that sounds right. But I remember when I first got into it. I remember that summer. I, you got me hooked on that summer. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, it was the first if it was the first like time in my adult life that I could take time off work. And so I took like a few weeks in August off or all of August off or something. And then, uh, yeah, I, I just dove into it. It was awesome. It really was cool. Yeah, there's some great stuff there, man. And I think I sent you something yesterday. I think I sent you something yesterday, but the guy that we were talking about a couple of days ago, mm -hmm. where uh, he's talking about Area 51 and stuff, and that they really have. Uh, who do we talk about from the alien side? Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar. I sent oh, you yeah. something about Bob Lazar, and he's back in the news. About, nice. Oh, I got to check that, that out. I've been yeah. out of action this week, and I've been working on the house, and the kid was by. So I'm back now, though. Here we go. Yeah. So yeah. Did you hear hear about that guy that slapped another guy, and he did it on live TV, and now that other guy's doing stand up comedy about it, and it's really funny. I like that he waited a year. Yeah. I like that he I like that he waited a year, and uh, the the statement from him was, "I'm not saying shit on this till someone pays me." And I think he made like ten million dollars on it or Good something to do it, um, yeah. which I thought was pretty. Awesome. I watched it last night and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, he, and he, he kind of dabbled around a little bit of it. The best line, he, people ask me if it hurts. He goes, it still hurts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're, let's take a look at it. I can't get enough of this. It's really good. I don't need that smoke. I'm like the rock, the rock. Do not need the smoke. Y'all know what happened to me getting smacked by Suge Smith. Everybody knows. Everybody fucking knows. Yes, it happened. I got smacked like a year ago. Fucking last week, I got smacked at the fucking Oscars by this motherfucker. And people like, did it hurt? It still hurts. <laughs> I got summertime ringing in my ear. <laughs> Drums, please. But I'm not a victim, baby. You will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying. You will never see it. Never gonna happen. Couldn't believe it. And I love men in black. No. <laughs> never gonna happen. No. Fuck that shit. I took that hit like Pacquiao, motherfucker. I took it like motherfucking yeah. Okay? Shit, man. Did it hurt? Yeah, <laughs> motherfucking hurt. People are like, well, you guys are fighting all the time. We're not fighting. First of all, I know you can't tell. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. This guy, this guy Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. <laughs> if I'm a 
fucking open heart surgery. I got on a sweater. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? <laughs> he played Muhammad Ali Pookie in New Jack City. <laughs> Coincidentally, he had his shirt off in that when he was smoking crack. Ah, that's hilarious. Okay, motherfucker. I played a piece of attack. <laughs> sure, even Andrew in Shaver. animation, this motherfucker's bigger. I'm a zebra, he's a shark. What the fuck, man? But, but, Will Smith practices selective outrage. Practices selective outrage because everybody knows what the fuck happened everybody that really knows knows i had nothing to do with that shit i didn't have any entanglements. <laughs> i like that entanglements right uh, I, did. Yeah. I did not have any entanglement and then for people that don't know what everybody know wilson his wife was fucking her son's friend okay now normally would not talk about this shit but for some reason these niggas put that shit on the internet i have no idea why two talented people would do something that fucking low down what the fuck that we all been cheated on everybody in here been cheated on none of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television that's none cool <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's good. There's there's more. We'll maybe show the rest of it after. But I just want to talk about that for a bit because I thought you were right. Like waiting a year to do that was was well smart, and it seemed classy because if you're gonna jump in right where all everybody's throwing the mud and stuff, let let the smoke clear, and then mm. it's like, oh yeah, right, okay. Well, what did you? And then he he can probably I would imagine his reply would be a lot uh, better once he cooled down too, huh? <sighs> I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough one because there's a bit of history there. Obviously, she, he gets into the history about you know they were pissed off at him for not not you know not quitting the Oscars because he didn't get he didn't get uh, nominated for concussion. But um, you know that's 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 petty shit. But um, man, I they must have had there must have been something going on there. He's like I was cheer. I've been cheering on Will my whole life. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, you know, when emotions are heightened, you don't say things. Right. Will, cl- Will clearly didn't know that lesson because his emotions were super severely heightened. He should have just fucking stopped. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And there's I, no need for him to smack him. That's for sure. And I know you're not a Will guy. I was a Will guy for a long time. Mm, yeah, no, I'm not a big Will Smith guy. But I mean, I was I was like just some of the stuff that he was putting out before all this shit, like years ago where he was like putting out statements on the Internet where it's like Jada and I just had a had a discussion and mm-hmm. we came to the conclusion that we're not responsible for each other's happiness yeah i saw that I right and he's going and he's going on and it, and it was like but the way he broke it down was like it wasn't wrong it's like if you're not happy mm-hmm. I, what do what can i do i, oh, I right buy you a car buy your house no it's like if you're not if you're not like you don't like your career you don't like where you're going it's you it's up to you to make yourself happy he had a very good thing about like a very good point about that and everyone was like fuck right. this this guy's fucking 
dropping bombs. Look at this thing, you know? And then this. It also seems like something personal. Like, why why would you go into... Like, that's not something if I would personally share... You know, it just seems like whenever I hear these these uh, celebrities go into detail about their the personal things like that's like, wait, what is this a smokescreen for? Why why would you? Because usually they're like, oh, get away from my phone. You know, I don't want enough pictures. That's good. You know, they're selective in when they want to want to share things, and that just seems a little odd. You know what turned me off of Will Smith though, buddy? It was like it's the Sloan. Well, not Sloan actually. It, it was his wife and his kids. His kids were making some statements too that just didn't that seemed like mm. they felt like they were above everybody. Um, and that that's hard. You know when. when and they said they were asked what their favorite book was and they said they don't and and the way they, they reply to these questions too is you know they don't they don't read stuff that's written by other people when they can write their own stories that are better it's like oh dude what and this was when they were pretty young like teenagers of course right i'm sure they're very talented but their attitude really turned me off and then of course uh, jada i don't know because i was she's always one of those ones it's like what did she ever do i i'm not really sure i, I know anything that she did that i'm real because they're all like there's the tom cruise one right it's like oh man but remember remember tom back in the day when he did this movie that movie this and you're naming off all these movies like we're going to kind of do the same thing here with jim carrey in a second here there's so many great movies she was, too, she was part of the two-pack crew Yes, yeah, and then again, I'm not into that. That really, at neither all. am I. But I'm saying so, there's there's okay, a bit of it, like right? there's a bit mm. of like that old school gangster shit where people are like, yeah, hey, that's Jada man. She was with Tupac. You know what I mean? Mm. Their own names, but in reverse. Mm. That? Willow and what's the other one? What's the other kids? Mm. Wow, I didn't even click into that. Willow, Jaden, Jaden. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I got it. Wow. I, Ashley, nice, nice investigative reporting. I like it. <laughs> Jaden, that's right. Um, but it's, it's. I mean, Hollywood's fucked anyways, right? Well, like that's what I'm saying. Is if my family was that messed up, the last thing I'd be wanting to do is draw attention to it unless there was a reason to. Like, is Will Smith screaming for help? Like, what's going on? And then to do that yes. interview with his wife. Like, what the hell? It's like, what, what the F? I don't know. There's just so I, many things where you. For well, that's what I'm wondering. Is this, and was, I think he, he yelled the wrong way. <laughs> When you when you ask someone for help, you don't slap them. Oh man, I got his it wrong. Book, Sorry. His book, uh, you know, is really good. Sorry, mm-hmm. but his book is really well, good. Probably, there's a, there's a he, great. He had a ghostwriter. Somebody else wrote. Understood, it. but his story in Philadelphia is something else, man. <laughs> it's a fucking. It's a hell of a story. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sure he's got his moments and stuff and whatever, but and it's just like, yeah, I just how do you, you fuck know, this up? He uh, his family just seems to too out there for me a little too elite if you get that's my oh, yeah. term now for these people that just have way yeah. too much money and feel they can do whatever they want seem a little elite to me you know what i mean um so i i but chris rock man i, I loved his his skit there his the whole comedy thing was great that he did but he just looks so young there and so innocent and it's perfect it's like how could you smack that guy look at him like what the hell and he says that too right it's like well i can't i don't want to say what he said but why would you smack me it's like, <laughs> That's what, right. what the that... hell man well, why would you smack me yeah, yeah but he, I, I love the way he handled it live i like the way he handled it in his stand-up routine and he pointed a lot of things and will smith's newest movie is not doing well either um the Emancipation. So what yeah, happens? What happens with Will well next? There. What's Will's next move then? He plays the new Spider-Man. And everybody forgives him. <laughs> I don't think it's that easy. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but like I he's in know, he's man. in he's in like Mel Gibson jail right now. 
Will. Oh yeah, I, I don't know if Will will get out of this. We'll see. I I think he would have to separate from Jada for him to really come above this. Because I it, it, he's look Chris uh, Rock labeled him as a bitch, and there's a segment there where we may show it later. Where he just keeps calling him a bitch, a bitch, a I bitch, a bitch. So everybody in the world now that he's he's shown everybody, it's not the world. It's him now that he showed everybody. I saw what his great. personal relationship is like. Everybody, I would think, would think, why Why would you go back to that and judge him on that? Of course, because Hollywood judges. You know what's interesting? I saw a very interesting statement about it saying mm-hmm. um, that Chris is already here because of it. He's already mm. he's already been elevated because of it. I mean, right. on a side note, business related, his stand up stuff wasn't doing too hot. No. And then I, this I, happened and then everything sold out. Let's yep. just say. So then there's the other side, the conspiracy people, our friends, the conspiracers were like, they've worked this whole thing. So, you know, he mentions and, that too, right? They're going to, they're going to start a movie together and it's, it's a whole thing. Mm. But, um, I saw a really great bit about what if at the end of the thing where he was like, you know, he had said the whole thing and fuck you and this, that, and, and I don't mm-hmm. fight in front of white people. And then he looked in the camera at the last <laughs> minute and looked at him and said, "Will, I forgive you and drop the mic. People would have been like, that guy would have ran for president. Oh, yeah. Like, they're just like, if he would have been like, if he would have taken, because just, you know, the woke people are like, there's so much negativity. Why didn't, why doesn't Chris forgive him? It's like, well, it's not your job to, to, to judge whether Chris is going to forgive him or not. Not Mm -hmm. everybody has to fucking get along. No. Well, if he would have did that live when that happened, Will Smith probably would have hit him again because he was, that guy was nuts, dude. (laughs) I wouldn't have went near him after that. Hugged him, told him it was okay. Nothing. I would, ooh, man. Actually, when I watched it, I was actually waiting for somebody to come and take him away from the authorities because you you just, you don't just go up and assault somebody. I don't care who you are. I I was honestly waiting. It, it, that was the vibe was like, okay, is somebody going to come and get him? Like, he can't just do that. You know what I mean? I, I don't care who you are, man. You don't just go and smack somebody. Well, that leads Again, to, that elite. leads to a little bit of a thing. Um, we can stay on it, but that, that leads to this subject here. Yeah, let's go. Jim, let's jump over to Jim Carrey calls it out yeah. and says, you know, this is just bullshit. Like mm-hmm. he goes and slaps this guy and then he goes up and wins the Oscar. Mm-hmm. Um, and think about that for a minute. This guy has been his whole life been trying to win an Oscar, and and he's been good in some stuff that he you know that he Will probably Smith has been. Yeah, like the pursuit yeah, of ha- yeah. the pursuit of happiness. That like mm-hmm. he was amazing in that, and it's like he should have yeah. probably either been close to winning or at least he's showing everybody this other side. So him mm-hmm. for him to cut that would have been the greatest night in the history of Hollywood for a lot of people with that mm-hmm. guy winning for for that guy winning like him or not. And Jim Carrey's like. But you still fucking cheered him after all of this stuff mm-hmm. happened. Standing ovation. And how fake is that? Yeah. Which goes back to the Ricky Gervais thing we talked about a couple weeks oh, that ago. Oh, was great. Which that was, was like, great. Yeah, this is all, all it's all tying into other episodes we've done, which is awesome, which is really cool. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it wasn't it, Jada. Jada got it was Jada got her personal comeuppance there. That had nothing to do with anybody but Jada Smith. Mm-hmm. That was all about her because Will Smith didn't accomplish anything from that. It ruined him. I mean, he was already embarrassed to begin with. So mm-hmm. she took his night away from him, which is sad. But anyway, so Jim Carrey, excuse me, is, is like telling people, you know, this isn't real. You know, don't believe in this. Uh, everything's a farce. And then there's 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 conspiracy things about his, his wife dying as well, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, look at him there. He looks like such a, like a, and, and I guess his name's now on the Epstein list as well. So, 
does Jim Carrey get like get a pass with all this craziness? Like we did this with Tom Cruise. It was that was great. Um, if you I, start I got, crazy, if you start crazy, then people are just like, well, that's just Jim Carrey. Yeah. See, we know you and like not just you and I, but you know, people know he's he's definitely acting really. Good. He's saying things that are a little above crazy. They're they're maybe a little crazy like a fox. I think he's talking now. Um, but, but the reason I bring this up too is like the Tom Cruise thing. Is I a few weeks ago I got up in the morning and Dumb and Dumber happened to just be starting, and I watched the whole the whole darn thing, yeah. and it was so good. And I forgot how funny how just honestly funny Jim Carrey was and how much he made me smile growing up yeah. and then you think of all the other Ace Ventura movies 1 and 2 all the stuff he's done I even loved Cable Guy I thought Cable Guy was fantastic for a dark comedy I thought it was great it's it's one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies um, and then you go to stuff like The Truman Show where what, he just, oh, what a great it. character he plays he's, he's such a good actor right and I even loved him in the Batman movie where he was the Riddler I thought he was a fantastic Riddler if you would have had just him as the Riddler and Placed a lot of other things, you know, around it proper. That that would I thought that would have been a hit. So I see, I I he's like a Tom Cruise to me. I look at young Jim Carrey and I'm like, oh man, that guy was so funny. So Tom I kind of give Tom I give him a seems pass. to be able to. Tom's come out of it. Jim is relatively untouchable too. Um, it seems to be. It's but he's dropped out of the spotlight. Like he's not. Like Tom is still doing like major major motion pictures where Jim Carrey's kind of going the route that I'm just gonna grow a huge beard and hermit away. You know, kind of like Tom Green out here. My neighbor Tom Green. Yeah, he he's he's definitely uh, taken a, a break back, but I think he gets like, you know, he gets the occasional like when you have a massive franchise like the mask or, or, mm -hmm. or not the mask, but you have like a pet Ace Ventura. He was great in that though too. You know, you're going to be able to at least go, okay, it's not going great. Let's go Ace Ventura again. And it brings them back. Usually it's a dramatic mm -hmm. role or something. People aren't expecting them to yeah. bring them back. That happened yeah. to Travolta. It happened to a few of them where it's like, man, I was, where's Jim Carrey been? Wow, he was fucking great in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Bill Burr does that a lot too. I mean, Bill Burr's around a lot, but he's playing. He oh, he's awesome. Lot. He pulls a lot of dramatic roles out that you were like, wow. Yeah, I didn't know he could do that. Wow, is that really him? Yeah, if you check the credits to make sure it's actually him, huh? And the Mando, things like that. But he did that uh, Steve Buscemi movie, which was really great. With a right. Oh, I love Steve Buscemi. Another you great know, dude. It was him and Phil. Uh, him and what's his name? Um, uh, Ashley, follow t his TikTok. Jim Carrey's TikTok? Yeah, Jim Carrey's TikTok is pretty great. I really like Jim Carrey a lot. You know, yeah. like, as, as I say, there's, he says, I loved it when he went on the red carpet and they were interviewing him. He's like spinning around and going, none of this is real. You think this is real? This isn't real. And he's just starting to, that's when I was like, well, what else is he going to say? You know what I mean? Yeah. And he paints a lot now, apparently. I've seen his paintings. Um, but he doesn't seem, but you don't see him in the major movies anymore, like Tom Cruise. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, it was when I watched those old movies, man, I gave, I just, Jim Carrey gets a pass. I, I I give him a pass. Do you give him a pass? I, I give him a pass. I absolutely give him a pass. I, I no you Tom know, he, Green. Oh Tom Green. He he's, he lives up the he lives up the way from me here. His TikToks are funny. His TikToks are oh, really funny. Oh Tom Green's TikToks. I thought you mentioned Jim, Carrey. oh, Jim Carrey's a good. Uh, Jim Carrey. Does, he's got some parts that have that have done. Uh, where he's fake testing the soil. Fucking Bill Burr. <laughs> Ashley's watching everything. Jesus, Ashley. I love it. Um, I um, love it. But the uh, cheers. Jim Carrey said enough smart things mm -hmm. that he gets a pass for me. Like he said enough smart things. He right. did a great thing where he got a doctorate at one of those universities, and man, what a fucking speech he gave. Yeah, that was which, yeah. 
it was unbelievable. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Following your dreams and all the rest of it. And they'll, they'll just follow you and they'll, you know, it's, it's insane. It's one yeah. of the best, best, best speeches I've ever seen ever. Mm-hmm. And that's, and he's, that's him with no cards. Yeah. Right. And he's a, Tor- he's a Toronto, uh, Scarborough. Yeah, he's a Ch- Scarborough. Scarborough. Whoa. Scarborough represent. Yeah. He's covered. So that's, that's like local too. I was, that's right around where my wife and I were born right in that area. He's that's doing a lot wild. more podcasts and stuff where he's letting more out of the, mm. uh, um, he's, he's letting more out of, <laughs> out of the can. Like he's talking about his dad, you know, never going for it. You know, right. Things like that. Yeah. So. My him bum and, is on the chair. My bum is on the chair. Him and Mike Myers. My bum is on the wall. My bum is on the wall. <laughs> My bum is on the chair. Ashley will get it. Okay, so sorry. What were you saying before my bum was on the chair? That's okay. We're talking. I thought you were talking about Red Green. No, Tom, <laughs> Tom Green. Green. Is Tom yeah. Green living in Kingston? He's just up the way, man. Yeah, he comes downtown. Uh, he'll do stuff on TikTok and yeah. get everybody to kind of like act like there's a conspiracy theory going on with stuff. And so if you hear about it, make sure you say, "Oh yeah, I saw that downtown." And so he's yeah, he's out doing stuff. He's just he has a farm, and he's just such a rad dude. He's another one that's I just really enjoy his comedy. And I see him on TikTok, and I go back and look at his old comedy and and see how he was responsible for Jackass. You know what I mean? And like some salsa jazz. <laughs> I gotta have my cheese. So, but Tom, he was responsible for like all the Jackass stuff. Whatever they're doing in Jackass, Tom Green did it first, man, and yeah. did it did it really rad in Ottawa, just up the way here as well. That's where he was doing a lot of that stuff to start off, right? So there's another Big thing fan. that was, that was him with with Drew with Drew Barrymore. Then, so mm-hmm. did, did the Hollywood machine destroy yeah. that? Yeah, right. Because oh, she, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's like had some problems. She's been around, yeah. And I remember, I've seen, uh, again, doing my, you know, going down the rabbit hole and looking at stuff. There's some creepy moments with her and Spielberg. I don't know if we really want to get into that. Uh, my bum is on your lips. <laughs> There's been some creep, but, but she came out of it, right? She seems, I don't know. She seems okay. She's doing a lot. Like she's basically well, she had some running. Comebacks. She had some comebacks. Yeah. She, you know, oh, she, lots of movies. I remember when she came back in Scream. Mm-hmm. Off the beginning, that was, that was pretty fantastic. But yeah, there's some moments. Uh, if you look back, if viewers, if you want to get creeped out by Steven Spielberg and early Drew Barrymore, uh, just Google it. Or uh, sorry, just like, like YouTube it. You'll see her talking about Spielberg and some creepy sleepovers they had. It's not good, man. It's not good. So, but she got through it, which is cool. Um, see, Hollywood's so scary because it makes mm-hmm. so much money. You know, it, it's if you really think about it, why wouldn't they try and control? See, it's, again, bleeding into our our MK Ultra conversations. You know, why wouldn't you want to control them? I, again, I think that there's enough smart people out there that'll that'll uh, see to it that you know. I can't imagine Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman are letting. Well, those are your exceptions. They're too you smart. Know. They're too smart yeah. as well, right? Yeah. But plus, I think if if they get to that status before they're touched, they're untouchable. Get it? Yes. Understood. Yeah. Poor yeah. Corey Feldman. Oh man, you know, and I, you go to Corey Feldman's shows. I know he sucks, but you go to them and you support that poor bastard. You know, he acted for our sins. Yeah. You go to his shows, you hit the like button, you watch it all the way through. Even I know if he's he wearing a bat costume. Even if he's wearing a sombrero and he's got like glasses on out to here and he's wearing a bikini, you support that kid, man. Just wish we could oh. do another Friday the 13th and let's get it going here. And a bird I- sequel. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a huge the funny thing is that I always joke with about my wife about this because on our honeymoon we just missed Corey Haim 
mm-hmm. he was there. Um, and I always thought that if I met Corey Feldman, that him and I would really hit it off. I just always, in my heart of hearts, I know Corey, if you're out there watching, buddy, I know that you and I would like, we'd hit it off really well, man. We have some good combos, you know? Yeah. I think we'd like, we'd have an awesome jam session. Yeah, but I, I totally I, I feel really bad for Corey Feldman. You can you can hear and see the pain in his music, man. It's, and in, in, in every way possible, the poor kid. So as I say, you support him. I'm surprised that he hasn't. Uh, I don't want to say had another opportunity, but uh, he just hasn't really been in anything. And it's not like um, I mean, there's some there's some terrible actors out there. Corey's right. never never been terrible to me. I don't think Corey's. Been a ter- I mean, mm. is everyone going to win an Oscar that acts no. and everything? No, right? When like, he was coked out, he did Meatballs three or four, and it was horrible, but he was so strung out you could see it. But other than that, he's done some brilliant, brilliant work. And I, we yeah. were watching old retro uh, Christmas commercials, and there he is as just a tiny toddler, just he's just about to speak. Pardon? He's blacklisted because he tried to out everybody. Oh, yeah. Well, he's blacklisted on everything, too, as well as my wife has researched on him. Yeah. Um, he's not allowed in anything. So that's what he does. Is he does see this is the point about his music career, right? And that's why I say, like, man, people out there, like hit the like button. <laughs> Share his music. That's all the poor kid can do now. He's been blacklisted in the industry. He's he's you know, he's 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 uh acted for our sins, I guess, right? And he's done everything but actually Hola. Hi Danielle. Hi Danielle. Hello. Hello. But Corey Feldman has actually said who who was the one that did it to him. Do we know this? Was it Michael? Ja- it wasn't the Michael Jackson thing, was it? No, no, no. Michael. No, he, he swore up and down that, that Michael Sheen. was his friend. Yeah, it was Charlie yeah. Sheen. I know. And that guy is now starting to get a pass. Yeah, I wouldn't he's give start- him a pass. I'm just saying he's starting to yeah. get. He's starting to get like more. He lived things. in Epstein's. He didn't. He didn't. He wasn't on the list. He lived, he had a shack there in the back. Uh. So, you know, but Feldman, um, yeah. So, again, just support. Corey. I, I, did you ever see the show? Uh, because it feel, I was filmed in your area, maybe before your time there. The two Corys, when it was it was supposed to be the reality show of them hooking back up. I knew it was there because I knew a bunch of people that were working with them, and they, right. they actually did it. Uh, they used to do some shows and stuff down at some of the venues that I would do, and, and uh, but none of those venues exist anymore. No, but, uh, he did a show in Vancouver during that. Yeah, yeah. During that, set. Yeah, it was yeah. two seasons. They did. I, my wife and I would get up on Saturday mornings, and we were so excited to watch it. It was like our coffee, and woo! I'd do my morning wake yeah. and bakes and watch it. It was just great. Start your day with the Feld with with, with the two Corys. I think yeah. he, I think he played the uh, I think he played Richards and Richards or something. I'm not not sure but it was it was a small one um coincidentally i've just crossed over 18 right years out there. that was good i just crossed over 18 years out there Can you really that wow shit? that's a Eight? lot that's a long time yeah uh my now, wife says that that's a great interview right there of uh because this just happened like a month or two ago so she is <laughs> blossom. blossom that's blossom or uh Amy. Amy. yeah or, or amy from big bang theory who she's probably most known for Blossom from and uh, and and yeah, she's she's brilliant as well as you're mentioning on on Jeffrey, really smart actress. Yeah, so if if you haven't heard that or, or seen that, check out what she has to say. I love it when the smart ones talk, right? Like I'm not very intellectual when it comes to this stuff and talking about it, but some of these actors and actresses really are. Um, I know they are actors and actresses, but mm-hmm. uh, you know she she's pretty smart. She's pretty smart. Yeah, no, she went away and and got even smarter. <laughs> like after, you know what I mean? Yeah, pretty, right. You gotta crazy. respect that. I love yeah. that. You know, like, yeah, she got blackballed from the industry or heated. Or heated yes, yeah. Corey Feldman. 
selling this box set of music. No, I know. And buy there's it. There's got to be somebody out there. There's got to be like buy there's got to be music. like a Seth Rogen that doesn't care about it. There's got to be somebody like Seth Rogen that's like I'm putting Corey Feldman in a movie. Oh, you know I, I, mean? well, I think Seth Rogen's hanging on because of his affiliation with his buddy there, James DeFranco, right? I don't think he's got in a position to try to stick his neck out for anybody. He he cheerleaded DeFranco to a lot of bad things, if you know what I'm saying. I don't think he. I think he bailed on DeFranco in the end. Well, no, there's a lot of. Um, here's the thing. He was she. He was like his bodyguard, his tough guy. Like he mm. knew what was going on. He wasn't there. But he knew it. There's all the girls, the ladies, and I got to believe yeah. that he knew what was going on. See, there's a couple other people that I'm thinking knew what was going on that I want to bring up because it really upsets me. But he, and that was, and so he's been, you know, I, I wouldn't see him sticking his neck out. I love Seth Rogen. I, or, yeah, I think he's great. Again, another great Canadian guy, right? Um, but I can't see him sticking his neck out from anyone. But again, Corey Feldman, you're always welcome to my place here in Kingston, dude. I will hook you up with a sweet venue in town, man. I'll do a tune or two with you. Um, I just love to hang out with with Corey Feldman. And final celebrity that may or may not get a pass. Ooh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I like what I've always liked. Well, before he was the pro weed guy when you couldn't be pro weed. So I really like Woody. Um, yeah, and this is all about uh, getting getting vaccinated, right? So ba- he t- his basic monologue was he wrote a script. I wrote a script, and you know all the, and it's all about people that have to take this thing, and they're forced into it, and, and it, in essence, it became an anti-vax rant. Right. Um, that. Right. You know, in classic fashion, both sides took their side. So the mm-hmm. right was like, "Fucking right, he's one of us," and the left were like, "Fuck him, he's not one of us anymore." But Joe Rogan, amazingly, of all the people, was the one that actually made a statement about it, saying it was comedy. He didn't mm-hmm. actually. Whether you whether he believes it or not, he's a pretty mm-hmm. natural dude. He smokes a yeah. lot of weed and he does a lot of natural things. Lived in Hawaii, he's a bit of hippie, so mm-hmm. maybe. But uh, they think it was more of a play on comedy to get people fired up. So, well, do you want to see it? Do you want to watch yeah. it? You got it? Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, I think it. we should bring it up a little bit because yeah. I think we'll it, watch it a little for bit context sure. because I think people need to see. What is, because Woody, Woody's he's a great actor too, man. What a, what a fantastic actor he is. All right, let's do this. Carnage, he's Carnage, which no one expected <laughs> off of Cheers. Come on. True, true. I would have thought he would just been serious. Well, he was comedy. great on Cheers, but I mean, come Hello, on. But we you thought, beautiful I, people. I, I can see it better over here, so I'm just looking off and, to the side. You ugly people too. No, I just uh, this country seems. So- Divided, beautiful, ugly, black, white, blue, red. I love everybody. Maybe because I'm a redneck hippie. Uh, You know, the red in me thinks you should be allowed to own guns. The blue in me thinks squirt guns. So I'm red and blue, which makes purple. Uh, I'm purple. So this is my fifth time doing SNL. And you know what that means. No jacket, okay. Uh, The last time I did SNL was around Thanksgiving 2019, three years ago, and you will not believe what happened after the show. There it is. The next day was a Sunday, as it always is the day after I do Saturday Night Live. It's like a pattern, I noticed. Anyway, walking in the greatest part of this city, Central Park, 
leaned against the tree and started to read the craziest script. Oh, okay, full disclosure, I smoked a joint first. <laughs> the reason I like herb more than alcohol is because it makes me feel good, no hangover, and I never wake up covered in blood. <laughs> but regardless, I have decided to quit smoking pot altogether, and what? I'm sticking with it till after the show. <laughs> Last week in Austin, I was talking with my friend Nick, and we have a lot in common. He wrote True Detective, and I was in True Detective. I'm vegan, and all the animals he eats are vegan. Uh, I was complaining about how I start smoking around noon and get progressively dumber as the day unfolds. Forget basic words, simple objects, e Cetera. And I, I was hoping that the wifey poo might say, oh no, that's not the true. But instead she says, at least you're aware of it. <laughs> and I say, well, that, that doesn't feel like much consolation. And she says, think of all the dumb people who don't know they're dumb. You're ahead of them. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Uh, but on top of the herb, I'm a wee bit of a, a wee bit of a drinker. I don't know why I went Irish. Anyway, but, but in a personal triumph, last year, I had seven months with no alcohol. And five glorious months. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, I was telling you about that script. There's so, the shack uh, I blazed a fatty, mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, I, I got in. LA, my dispensary, the woods. I mean, obviously, I didn't <laughs> transport the herb from California to New York because that's highly illegal. The my weirdest Jeremy monologue. Yeah. He, he muled it from LA. Uh, yeah, he's speaking of Jeremy, he's here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. He's newly single, ladies. Very handsome. I know he would prefer <laughs> I talk about our movie Champions. It's coming out in two weeks. Yeah. Comedic master. Here to sell Champions, it's, it sells itself. Projections, projections have it making more than Avatar, but whatever, I'm no salesman, you know? Uh, where was I? Yeah, okay, no, so three years ago, Central Park, Sunday morning, the Lord's Day, trying to resist the, the temptation to puff too early in the day. Of course, I succumbed. Like a lot of people, I have a devil on one shoulder, and on the other, I have a larger, more frightening devil. And there's a battle in here, you know? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that I am many different things. Anarchist, Marxist, Marxist, ethical, hedonist, non-discriminatory, empath, epistemological, dictionist, Texan. <laughs> but back to the tree in Central Park in that script. Right, put yourselves in my place. Lay the curve of your neck against the roots of the tree. What, what kind of tree was it? I mean, what kind of trees they have in Okay. Oh, I cut out. Yeah. 
Oh, we'll look for it after. We can, we can, we've got time left. Got lots of time. Um, the, uh, yeah, there's a whole, th- there's a whole bit there about, I mean, about just the, the I like all his weed dogs. It's hilarious, man. It's really funny. It's the weirdest monologue ever. It was, it was like he was coming in and out of the MK ultra. Like we were talking about there. Right. You know, he just, he just did a really great, uh, induction speech from Michael J. Fox as well. Michael J. Oh, Fox nice. just, got, just got, uh, like an honorary award and, and, uh, and Woody had a whole whole bit there so mm-hmm. so is he is woody untouchable can woody say something that apparently split, he can split the atom and get him clearance here well i would say because he as i mentioned he was like pro weed before pro weed before you were allowed to be pro weed you yeah. know what i mean and and when you're on that kind of spotlight most people were hiding it because they would get busted and whatever where he was more saying nah man weed's good you should you should look into it of course now everybody is and it's very healthy and a very good thing for everyone yeah it's so I, I, I think Woody un, unknowingly is untouchable. Well, he, he's done, the first, like, he was the first weed guy, yeah. He's very kind-hearted, though it seems as well. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, he doesn't seem like one of those. He, he had a weird past, though, didn't he? Or was, wasn't his dad like a uh, charged with murder or something? Or I think you're, I, thought, I think you're pretty close there. I think yeah, he had something messed thing. up in his past. Ashley, like Ashley's our investigative reporter uh, on the scene. So mm-hmm. Ashley, while Walani's producing the show, if we could get you to do something. Uh, and a shout out to Danielle Baker joining us for the first time today. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Daniel just said uh, this is her first time watching the show. Oh, nice. And she has to go back to start uh, when... Uh, sorry. Uh, so we want to welcome Daniel, yet another listener to the show. Thank you so much for listening. Can't believe it's my first time watching this. I'll have to go back to start when this ends to catch nice. up. Oh, no, we eliminate it. If you missed the first 10 minutes, you're out. Sorry, Daniel. You're going to have to. You got to watch it live. <laughs> time travel. That's, that's time travel. Yeah, you got to watch it live. That's what we do here on Cryer. We've got this new technology. Um, okay, so wait, so Lonnie, do you have it queued up now? I did find it now. Do you have it at that spot, though, okay. so we don't have to watch? Okay, here we go. Let me see. <laughs> Can we maximize it? Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world come together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes. And people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. Keep taking them over and over. I threw this oh, someone's away. mixed this together into something. I mean, who's mm-hmm. gonna believe that crazy idea? <laughs> okay, so he, he compares the uh, the Pfizer drug thing to the uh, drug cartels. The, the drug yeah. cartels, right? Yeah, that's a nice narrative. That's a nice narrative that's happening all over that side. Yeah. Well, so. you know, the one episode that we do, we have to do, and I've gotten permission from my uh, my cannabis store. And it's not the government one; it's not a res one. Is medical uh, medical cannabis, medical marijuana versus uh, medical drugs, pills, and such? Okay. Because yeah. the more I look, you know how I have uh, I, I have high anxiety. I run really quickly, right? I have uh, ADHD, and that gives that generally people like that have uh, sensitive stomachs. They get stomach aches a lot, right? A lot of stress in there. Now, of course, mine went around to my pancreas, I believe it was. And I, I had to go in the hospital for a week. It was so bad because it took in all the stress juices that you have there that are horrible, horrible things. So I found out that taking uh, ibuprofen 
is just the worst thing you could do for somebody like me. Now, what do you think I'm told every time I go to the doctor or to a physician? Dude, oh, take, take ibuprofen. <laughs> no, ibuprofen, you know, the pills, it's not robitussin. That's a Chris Rock joke. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, no, but no, but seriously, dude. So I've been taking that pill um, and buying it and buying it, yeah. whereas I went a different route here and I went with uh, a different different kinds of cannabis. And there's uh, a bomb that I was using on my neck lately that works. There's some stuff for my mom's knee. If my mom's watching out there, hi, mom, mom. Her knee would lock up and she could not move it. So we got her some stuff. Now, the thing that I'm discovering that I want to go into more detail on is how bad those pills are. I'm not talking about the shot. That's a whole other dealie. If you want I me, mean, I, I did have an issue with that. Remember we discussed that? And the funny thing is, buddy, sidebar, Taylor had the exact same issue. And, and she's describing it and she's like, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to say, I know what you're talking about. And you know, daughters, no, you don't dad. Sure. No, you don't. So I was like, okay, wait, Taylor, stop. Listen, is it right here? <laughs> she was like, oh my God, ow. And I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? So what I, the, I want to compare, um, the, just the physical drugs. Now on, on, on a side note too, that I want to explain is my wife is, uh, it's for your liver. I know, right? The pills are, the, dude, it's amazing. If you look at how bad these prescription pills are for you, it's ridiculous. Now, my wife is a cancer graduate, and for her to take a, a pill for her headaches that she gets because she was allergic to the chemo, they're like, okay, well, you have to take kind of a cocktail. So you, you have to take, do you, anyway, it was like four Advil, two Gravol, um, four ibuprofen. It, it was a whole bunch of these different pills. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, like I would, I would vomit that right up because of my nervous stomach with, with my anxiety. And so we went to the the res there and we got a bomb for her and it's like a thousand megagrams or milligrams or whatever it is. Usually Megatron grams. Yeah, dude. Well, <laughs> this is the comparison. The yeah. government ones are 20. This one is a thousand. Yeah. Like, what? Oh my God, like that. The, and the price is way less. So regardless, my friend, she puts it on her temples here, rubs a lot of it in. I put it on my neck as well. Um, and uh, I get from drawing, I get to the point where I can't even move my neck this way and that way. I'm getting better. And I was taking ibuprofen for that and getting stomach aches when I wake up in the morning. Dude, I get these stomach aches. You know when you're hungry and it feels like your stomach's eating itself? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, the viewers know that that's what anxiety feels like to me in my stomach. Um, after they give you a C-section brutal, (laughs) I, 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 I'm not sure about that, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing, but I'm, I'm thinking that maybe, uh, some marijuana would, if you get the highest dose would be good for that. (laughs) I want to do a comparison between the two. And I think everybody's going to be surprised at how much better, so the, the the cannabis is and the different the different makes of the let edibles. Me ask you, the, let me the ask you this because you've been yeah. very natural as long as I've known you, and I'm very casual. Yeah, so well, I been, you know there's I'll been a lot be, of chemicals there in the early life, but we won't go into that. either. Understood. But you've got uh, you know I've never been. I mean I don't if if I got to take a Tylenol, it's one extra string. If I've got to take mm. something, it's whatever. I've never been right. much of a pill guy, but I also like. You know, I will take something for something, but I, but I, um, you know, I am on CBD now and stuff. But when I'm traveling like this, mm-hmm. I can't really bring it with me. I can't really bring that stuff into somebody's countries. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if they decide to, you know, right. pick pick apart my stuff, so I have to mm-hmm. find a natural way. But you know, I travel with Tylenol. I travel with a bit of ibuprofen, but I don't really take them unless mm-hmm. I need them. And I'm not a big headache guy, which is like when I got COVID. I knew something was wrong because I was right. like, this, I've never, I don't, I don't feel this shit. Um, Ashley takes a lot of pills. Um, 
Mm. Like, I'm uh, sure you need some for for major surgery and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, so our, our, let me ask I'm you this, because like, Lonnie, you know, Lonnie, went, Lonnie had like to go stomach through. stomach aches and headaches and stuff is what I'm talking about. But yeah, major surgery, I would suggest you, you take the, the needle. Um, <clears throat> Lonnie, you know, had to, obviously she had a reaction. People have reactions. And that was the big mm. thing about the, the vax and, and everything. Uh, and people are like, my reaction and my body. And I, I understand mm. it all. And, and it didn't, it, whatever, people had a reaction and they didn't i did on my second one and it was for six months i couldn't uh my arm i could my left arm was not usable man like if i rolled over on it it was nuts let's move bad pharma from the equation for a second the big pharma from the equation for a second Mm -hmm. um do we're not against or not we as a panel here Hmm. do we believe that it can work though What's that? Like the, the town on the ibuprofen, especially in like. Oh, I'm sure it can work. I'm not saying it can't work. I'm just sure. saying you're you're being told. We're being told that this is your best option. I'm going to give you another option. That's all I'm saying, man. You know me, dude. I'm not like I would never force people to smoke marijuana. If you want to give me the marijuana instead of smoking, I'm totally cool with that. You know what I mean? Like it's all the more for me. I'm not like that. All I'm saying is if it's good enough for my parents. Yeah. And I would, I would have them use it. You may want to consider, or my wife, you know what I mean? Who, whose doctor told her that she needs to take like all these pills just for her migraines. Um, that's not cool, man. And I had, I was getting, you know, my neck just from drawing, 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 drawing. It gets tense. Um, and just stress, anxiety. I get it right here. Um, and I would take, I, I, I would take like three of those ibuprofens before I'd go to bed at night. And I think, okay, great. Cause you can take as many of those as you want. The doctor would say, just make sure you have food in your belly. Well, and I always wake up with a stomach ache and it was, it was, uh, like the anxiety ones like that. So I would go from that to worrying and it would just be a big flurry of stomach ache. So yeah. I just want to show that there's an option for that. There is, you know what I mean? And you don't have to smoke it. That's the thing is, is my wife had lung problems, um, having the lung cancer. So she does all these edibles now. And the ones that that I'm going to show you are super high dose. Yeah. So if you have some serious problems with health, you're, you know, this is going to help you. Or if you have problems sleeping, don't take those sleeping pills, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, I found that, uh, that the CBD works for me. The, the one-to-one uh, CBD works for me mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for, sleep, everybody's... for sleep, but it's like a melatonin now. So I got to be, mm-hmm. I got to be a little bit care, like, careful, like with it, because you know when I've gotten a lot of time off, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna lean mm-hmm. in a bit here and have a good, and, yeah. and have a good sleep. But well, um, it's not for everybody, gotta... as I mentioned, and it, it affects everybody differently. I'm just, I just, as I say, you know, I just want to show you the options. I love, I love people to have options, um, especially when, if you're supporting. You were saying, Chris, that you, um, you had put the bomb on your neck and stuff. Yes. Um, this one's for Ashley. <laughs> Who told you to put the bomb on? <laughs> the bomb on my neck. Who told you to put the dangerous bomb on? Dorothy. Dangerous Dorothy. Who told you to put oh, the, bomb, you put the, the bomb? bomb? Wait, 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 wait. Told you? wait, 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 wait. Oh, Seinfeld. The, yeah, the, the, Jackie the lawyer and the, the burn. Yes, got it. There we go. Okay, it took me a second. Right, because it was over the coffee and it was the whole thing. And that was the episode. I know. With the, that was I was the still going the back to the, the bomb bum. You know, with your bum. Oh, my yeah. bum is on the chair. My bum is, my bomb is on the chair. My bomb is on my neck. We're going to sue the movie business. We're suing the movie business. So funny. You know, um, (laughs) you know, uh, George's father in there. He's on dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's on uh, King of Queens and he plays a dad on there. Carrie's dad. And he is, he steals the show. He's so funny. Did you see, um, uh, uh, the heartbreak kid with Ben Stiller? Yes, of course. Yes. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and she's, uh, he's freaking out because she's gone psycho, right? The wife's gone nuts. Mm-hmm. And he's calling his dad. He's like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry's, you know, and George's dad, but Ben Stiller's real dad, Jerry mm-hmm. Stiller, he's uh, he's playing his dad in the movie and he just, he's got the greatest line. If she tells you to cocker, you cocker guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine telling George that. <laughs> that great. He it does play great. pretty much the same, same kind of dad, dad, right? right, right yeah. <laughs> I love In King of Queens, he's always like, don't you tell me. Yeah, I right. love telling. I, I, I do that all the time in, in, in real life. Don't you tell uh, me. He's hilarious, I, dude. I think. Really uh, so um, you saw this. I did not see this yet. I've been too busy, but um, quick. Uh, quick. Well, it was just a recap of it. It just kind of, there's not really too. Yeah. Grogu's back. He's really cute. Um, he's on a mission and they're going to find the planet Mandalore, right? Like that was where we yeah. left off. Yeah. Cause he needs, he took his helmet off and needs to redeem himself. So it just kind of reiterates that, man. There's not really, as I mentioned, other people, if other people are disappointed the, in it, but uh, it's, oh, it's, it's 20, yeah, just, you know what it is? It's a recap. It's all it is. It's all it is. So we'll yeah. let the other guys on the channel go over that one in depth. Cause they're really, there wasn't to our viewers who are in, you know, who are up to here with knowledge on it. You generally, generally, mm-hmm. yeah. um, yeah, it's not really much to go into. Um, but we, I, ugh, excuse me, my allergies are killing me right now. I tell you, don't have any. Uh, the I know. Sun. I'm allergic well, to the sun. <laughs> yeah, everything's melting around here, and I don't know. Maybe it's just the cats. But um, we so we have an article out, and it's about uh, how to put the pulse back in marble, right? Lonnie, do you have that graphic? He wrote, uh, Chris wrote his first article no, for Priority. No, probably not handy. Yeah, no. so it's up there. So, but you were going to, I wanted you to throw like a character at me and who you think should be, and I'm going to, and I'm going to, anyway, it could be DC as well. And I just wanted to try flexing my muscle on that and see how I could do on a, well, you give me just one right off the hop there. Okay, so we're talking about a character that they need to develop out more. Well, one that you think would be really, really cool. Let's because we right now we started with this kind of dark motif, right? Like we will eventually hit the family stuff because I say I got 10, 10 episodes, ten uh, write ups of this. So is there a dark? Because I brought in Spider Man and the I think, whole dark uh, Jean angle. Gray. Jean Grey. Jean Grey. Okay, well it's been done so many times, though. I don't. It's been done twice already. A but third time, I, I, I got it. They haven't sorry, gotten got it right. No, I know, but okay. Well, if, if you want me to do that, okay. What I would do for that is I would take the point where so she gets the power right, and she just takes off out into yeah. the universe, and she's just busting through like planets and destroying like spaceships, and she ends up without really thinking about it, just exerting her power, destroying a whole planet of people that are living there, and that's why in the comic books they come after her, and the X-Men have to defend her against the Shi'ar, and they're like the police of the galaxy, like the guardians of the galaxy, so what I think would be cool if they showed that part where she goes off on her, her just she just goes nuts with power for a while, and like the surfers go on after her, you got yeah. the guardians are going after her, like it's not even really an X-Men movie, it's a Jean Grey Phoenix movie, movie all right and this and she's the villain until they pin her down and they get the power almost beat out of her and she's like for a minute it's gene gray again and she's like oh my god norin rad who's a silver surfer kill me while you can kill me or it's wolverine or cyclops or somebody right and she just breaks from phoenix for a minute and her eyes clear and she's like kill me kill me do it now quick quick and whoever it is does it who plays her oh that's tough because i really like the girl that played her last time from uh, the, the the boobs and dragons show, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was pretty good there, right? I never watched that show a lot. By the way, everybody, did. that's the name of this new show, Boobs and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, 
Sophie Turner, that's who oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My yeah. wife watched that show a lot, and every time I came in, there was other boobs of dragons on there, so it was like, hey, cool. Or it's like Penny says, yeah, there's dragons and people doing it. Yeah, she married a Jonas, though. It's just she's going to be out. Didn't she? Yeah, no, she won't. I know. I'm just saying, I didn't dislike her, although she got a lot of slack over that. I think you got to start fresh. You got to start fresh. You know who I put in there? The girl from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, number 13. Who who played Max? No, 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 no. No, I'm not a big fan of her. I'm the one who played Max, the redhead. Oh, yeah. I've never watched the show, so. Oh, a great show. Um, so yeah. what is her name? She plays Mac and her, she has a, her Sadie Sink? Yeah. Sadie Sink. There you go. I would put Sadie Sink in there, my friend. Okay. Um, very good actress. And and plus this is going so she's younger too because I think Sadie Sink is in her. Okay, well then the, the second one, and, I mean, I want to go to DC, but I know James laid out his whole plan um, and, he, and there is a bit of well, a, you know, a, there is a bit of a plan about Batman's kid. Right. Um, yeah. But I, but I definitely, uh, I, I think that's going to take a while to get there. Mm. Um, so I am curious what they're going to do with the new Joker. I know you got Harley Quinn in there, but I'm, I'm curious mm. what the, what kind of anarchy they're going to build around it. So there's a couple of yeah. stories happening in that universe that are that aren't really connected. But the Red Hood for me, I want more of that. Yeah, did you see that in Titans? In the, the yeah, TV but show? I wanted in. I want it in like in a movie. Full, I want so it you in, want to in see, a movie. So yeah. you want to see Jason Todd? You want to see I him do. get beat? I really. I, I want to see him come out of that. I want the anger of like you left me. For mm. dead and here, you know Brilliant. what I mean. And, and, Now's and your I'm, chance. And now, you know, you left now me for you dead. Now you can kill him. And, and you know who? You, yeah. you know who's doing that story? Is the boys? Like kind of. Like the boys mm. have sort of like been like, what? Let's take all this. Well, this is what we're talking about. Let's take all the right. things that we want Marvel and DC to actually do and create our own world, but tell those stories. The same with Invincible too. Invincible is mm. very, very, very much like picking up all the things that we as fans go. Why didn't they do that in DC? Mm. And why aren't they doing that in Marvel? It's like these two mm. entities are coming together and putting out stuff that we wish the other ones would do. The yeah. boys, especially the boys are really heavy on the arc. I love it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah. he's really, he's well, hopefully there's a guy named tech Knight, and uh, he's like Batman, of course. Right. Mm. And he has a sidekick, uh, but his flaw was that uh, he has an aneurysm in his head that made him want to hump everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And he, had, there's a point where he actually says to his sidekick, like, you got to get away from me. Oh, what do you want me to do, Batman or, or Tech Knight? Um, just, just go on to the other side of the planet and look for this. Oh, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. And he just does it to get him away from us. We won't, you know. Um, I, I, I would love to see more Jason Todd. I think Gene Gray, um, just because Jason Todd's friggin' awesome, man. Yeah. I really like him, but I also like, uh, uh, the new Batman, uh, they're, sorry, the new the new Robin, who's going to be the future Batman, his son Damien. I think he's fantastic because he's he's from, uh, you know, he's he's half mercenary, half ninja, and half Batman. It's great. It's going to take a while to get there, though. But it will. We'll the one the one they need to do, um, in my opinion, DC needs to do Lobo, and uh, you get Jason Momoa in there, do it proper. Um, it's another one of those uh, shots where. Uh, the guns would just nail that. He needs to get his brother in there too, because they're just awesome. When whatever, whenever he has his brother in there, do something. It's just mint, right? Uh, but they, they need that Lobo movie. I'm surprised that that wasn't like Maybe this really up, really higher up. It's just something they haven't touched. Now, on another note, on the DC universe, which is one thing that I, my wife could not believe, she watched. I don't, I don't know. If she didn't watch all four of them, but she finally saw the the fourth installment of the original Superman movies. And she couldn't believe she couldn't believe that uh, Lex Luthor was in all four of them. And it was like, yeah, 
what why like what was there nobody in creative that thought you know he does have other villains <laughs> like he had to be in every movie it was ridiculous That's but what, she just real she saw them all and she was like wow that was She's like, did you like those? I was like, well, you know, the first one was really changing. And the second one was like, okay, here we go. And then three and four was like pretty lame. But um, the you're first talking one in the, you're talking in the, the original from the Christopher 70s. Reeves, my friend, oh, yeah. Christopher Reeves. The first so the four, right? One, the four, yeah, the first four. Um, three was more comic, comedy, right? Well, four was kind of like that as well. Yeah, John Cryer was in the fourth one. Yeah, but um, I really liked, uh, that's why I, I really like... Um, uh, Superman and Lois, the TV show, so much. Right. Oh, and you know what's funny? So, so not to cut you off there, but I was going um, buying DVDs, and they have the whole set of, Lo- the, of the series there. Of Superman and Lois? Yeah. Like the original one? Small. Oh, from like Smallville, you mean? No, but there's the original. Small, what one were we looking at? At the used store, and they had all of them. Oh, with Dean King? It was with yeah, Dean Smallville. King. Maybe. That's filmed down the oh. street from my house. Okay. Yeah, Smallville, yeah. They had the whole set there because I'm really getting into watching old 80s cartoons and eat those shows. They're uh, real and they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But are they? <laughs> Terry Hatcher. But are Terry, they? Terry Hatcher. Yeah. I remember that in more Seinfeld. I love that. Yeah. 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 Awesome, I was going to get another Seinfeld quiz, but I didn't have time. I couldn't what do you got do there, Bonnie? There's the crime. Oh, there's our dealie right there, buddy. Yeah, there's, there's the first, first article. Studio. Yeah. So next week, what, what day am I putting these out? Saturdays. Okay, Saturday. So next week, yeah, I'll be doing the Punisher, and if I got a great idea for the Punisher movie, man, like you got it. I love the way that was put together. My editor, whoever edited that, man, fantastic work. Great job. You we can know. edit my stuff anytime. Um, but the, I, this, uh, could you imagine? As if you read this, I would, and I would love to have your comments on this because I think this would be a fantastic movie. Enough said, says Stanley. You know what's funny is I got uh, uh what what do they do when the school gives you? A, uh, you, they work for you for free. Cool. Co-op. I got a co-op student today that uh, signed up with me. Just at, yeah, at been you. working on this for a while, so I was on their lawn line with them. And they're uh, 17 years old. Yeah. And my my first homework for them was design an alternate. <laughs> what, what what was funny? What did I do? You got him designing a uh, to put oil in a in a in a in a, in a bubble that, to throw it out the window to make sure it doesn't. Uh, break. <laughs> <laughs> I should do. I with your help, Darren, we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna make that chicken coop. You know what the funny thing is? Is it's all online like this, basically. And I, I should as a joke, I should totally, I, I should totally do that and record it and get get the, get their permission to use it because that would be really funny. Okay, here's what we're gonna do, Darren. <laughs> How funny would that? Why why do you keep calling me Darren? Sorry, Darren. Comerica Comerica Industries. Let them in on it at the end. That would be so funny, dude. Anyways, what do you got him doing? Oh, I forget now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, doing their own rendition of Skeletron drawing um, so they can research the comic a bit and watching Mallrats. Amazing. Mallrats 2 on the way. Finally. They got the whole cast back. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I'm that's great. That. So, um, yeah, so, so the next uh, blog will be uh, the Punisher. And dude, this is the I, this one. I can't believe nobody has done this idea that I'm, that I'm going to throw out there for the Punisher movie. Just or think, maybe they have and they just haven't got approval because of Hollywood. Maybe. Think Pulp Fiction and the Punisher. Mm, Damn. Interesting. 
damn okay. my, my, my villains are amazing like I, I got I got a great idea for this one so the dark side we're working on here the part two will be the Punisher after that we're going to hit the mainstream ones like the you know the Captain Americas you know the, the Thors the ones that, that are really hard to touch uh, <laughs> the ones that are really hard to um, change or anything like that we're going to jump into those 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 ones there because Spider-Man it, it's actually it's actually easy to do a dark Spider-Man movie it really is really really is especially as i mentioned with the green goblin being this guy in his late 30s and peter parker being like 16 17 years old that's friggin creepy man i don't know if they'll go back to that i just don't know if they will they already kind of did it oh they won't no no this is this is my movie and the macho man's dead so they're they're not gonna do my movie brent this is what i'm saying but no this is what they should do yeah yeah yeah. this is what they're not gonna do this by any means no 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 the the, how many because marvel movies don't go through one person now my point to getting these directors is that you're getting the directors in there that the information goes to the director and through the director. It's not like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this guy's doing it, but this guy's overseeing it. Um, it's all that going on. You get these guys like like, like back in the day, um, Kubrick. Nobody questioned him no. until the very end there when he's dead and they did what they wanted. But um, no, you want to get the people that are in charge of it and just keep it that way, not five different renditions. You know what's funny? Here's a perfect example, my friend. There is more editors on a Marvel comic these days than there are artists. Think about it. I know there's so many levels of it now. And on that one, here's another one I left you with, which I thought well, we'll leave, we will leave our wrestling viewers with this one. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. How long was he popular for? Like what, like two decades, 20 years? Or give him one decade, one solid, because he was one in there solid, for a long time. One solid dec- decade. Won the first Royal Rumble. His gimmick, and it worked, was a two by four. And smoking crack with the chic. Yeah, but that was that was that, that was that wasn't his gimmick. That was his claim to fame, right? That's hilarious. Actually, he that, tells a great story about that on on Busted Open. That wasn't that in Toronto as well? Wasn't that? Like- it was sort of. Yeah, it was Toronto, but it, apparently it was all chic. Oh, he's he's a funny guy. That chic. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good episode, man. Sh- chatting about the comic stuff. So look forward to our new. And, and a shout out to Joe, our, our fellow nerd Joe. He wrote a great article today about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that's coming out. Full cast. Oh, cool. There's a full cast coming out. He's a big mark for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they've, they're, they're, yeah, they're hot of, right now, man. And they're doing sort of an animation like a Spider-Verse for it. Nice. So, uh, well, we got to get Corey Feldman in there to voice Michelangelo again. Not happening. But John Cena's in it. So there you go. Okay, that doesn't make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Joe did a good article. Joe, nerd dad, fellow nerd. Go, nice work, buddy. Uh, go, that's uh, that's. Of, Hold that's on, a, what are you saying? Should well, that's a. That was Chris Rock. No, no, we'll be all good. We're at the end here. We got it. Thanks, Delaney. Uh Big thanks to Ash, as always. Thank you. And for bringing your friend, uh, Danielle Baker. Thanks for joining mm. us for the very first time. Hopefully, yeah. you'll be back. We go Mondays, as you know. Bam. You know, we're generally always here together, but sometimes it's just Chris. Sometimes it's Chris and somebody else. Maybe it's Chris and Lonnie. You never know. Sometimes it's me and the ghosts. And with his intern's help, he'll get that chicken. I will. <laughs> oh, man. So that's funny. I got I to gotta do a... They, they seem really cool, so I'm looking forward to doing... They're a huge Walking Dead fan as well, um, so I'm looking forward to this. 17, you, need like to seven, do, you need to give them the full the full breakdown of, uh, <laughs> of Seinfeld. Tell them he's got to study Seinfeld, and we want to full... We'll quiz them like this. We'll bring them on the show, bring the interns mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, Danielle, you're new to the show. We already thanked Ashley, all right? Come on. 
Danielle, we we thank Ashley every week. She's our intern, <laughs> it's our intern investigative reporter. She's got but, a finger uh, on the pulse of what's that's happening. That's right. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Thanks, right Danielle. On. Thanks, ah. Ash. Cheers, everyone. It's always the best. Good times. Yeah, but rad, rad dudes, but also party on. And be excellent to each other. There you go. It's our new That's one, true. right? Because we, we want to be excellent to each other. And yourselves, my friends. Take care of yourselves. Thanks All for right. tuning in. Cheers. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.